All right. Good morning. Welcome aboard Scott Mosby Home Improvement. It is indeed the Home Improvement Show. We have two hours today. Lots of things happening here on CAMOX. So much to talk about and indeed two hours to talk about it. This is the Helitech CAMOX Home Improvement Show and Randy Pantano is with me here today. So we've got a great, wonderful show. Two hours talking about foundations wet anything you like this is your show randy good morning and welcome sir yes good morning sir welcome back yes welcome you're, back. you're not out on the golf course yeah, today yeah, playing yeah. with the pros in the pga at bell reef still trying to graduate from this institution Oh. <laughs> Underst- Always learning, right? <laughs> Understood. Uh, anyway, so much happening around St. Louis. We've got a little bit of change in weather uh, from warm to wet to hot to wet to warm. You know, all of that affects foundations and I guess what you do. Yes, sir. Yes, it's been playing havoc on foundations, that's for sure. Right on. Will you stick around and talk with us for uh, a while about these foundations and so many things? Yes, sir. My pleasure. All right. Randy Pantano, Helitech Waterproofing Home Improvement, and they are the sponsors of today's show. Very grateful to bring this uh, really 50,000 watts to take to you. We will have PGA updates uh, at the half hour, the top of the hour. So, so much going on. Traffic, this is KMOX. So the newsroom will keep you apprised of weather, sports, all sorts of updates throughout the day. Stay tuned right here. We are your hometown radio show. And this is it. Scott Mosby here. Randy with you. Two hours. Your time. Ten phone lines. For your topic, 314-436-7900, toll free anywhere on the globe, 800-925-1120, Randy Pantano with us for the next few hours talking about foundations, the weather patterns and how that affects the clay, the soil, the structure, ultimately the investment either growing or diminishing in your house, depending upon whether you have a good foundation And as well, the weather patterns. My name is Scott Mosby. I'm part of Mosby Building Arts. This is our 72nd year in business. Uh, Kind of exciting. And um, we are licensed architects, home remodelers. Our claim to fame is we have all of the services necessary to do any kind of a residential improvement project from architects. We are a licensed architectural firm. Likewise, we have our own carpenters, painters, the entire uh, staff to uh, take care of your home needs. And if you've ever played the game of telephone where you line up a bunch of chairs and then you whisper in somebody's ear and they whisper down through the ears and you see what happens to that message with all the pieces between one another and then how the message goes in. It may be today is Tuesday. By the time it gets five chairs away, it's, you know, the dog has six legs. Well, we at Mosby are a design-build company trying to remove those center four chairs. So there's just the message and the execution of the message because uh, we originated as the uh, architects, the designers. We are responsible and accountable for all of that communication and making sure it comes out right in the end. Phone lines to talk talk about this or anything in your world. It's hot. I'm sure we've got air conditioning issues, imbalance, perhaps some air infiltration, hot rooms, cold rooms, uh, moist rooms. Uh, It's a humid day. We've got some wet things talking about foundations as well. Or just explaining, wow, traffic has been fun. Don't you love it? PGA in town, a, a real notable event, the 100th anniversary. I am a... 
a golf swinger. I wouldn't say I'm a golfer, but I can swing those golf clubs. Um, don't impact anywhere near like someone would call a golfer. So I'm a fan and enjoyed, uh, enjoy the event. Uh, 314-436-7900, toll-free 800-925-1120. Through the two hours, we'll talk about very specific things for your home. We'll also talk about general concepts around your home. Uh, and likewise, if you haven't had the heating and cooling guy there, probably the heating comes from the weather and the cooling hopefully comes from your furnace. Uh, I would advise uh, getting on board in the off season for those service calls. Again, um, you know, measure twice, cut once, or wait till the season comes. And then when the air conditioning or the furnace fails at the wrong time, then you're just throwing money at it. That doesn't really work. Preventive maintenance counts. 314-436-7900-800-925-1120. Randy, you're out and about as part of the Helitech team. Uh, what are you seeing out there in the community and the weather and what sorts of projects are coming your way? Folks call and, you know, I imagine it's sometimes a distraught call when they're calling about a foundation problem. Yeah, especially when it rains, Scott. We get a lot of leaky basements here when you get these heavy downpours like this, these torrential rains. We've got places that leak that have never leaked before and leaks that have gotten worse. And uh, there's certainly the urgency there with wet basements, especially if they're finished, you know, mold, et cetera. Oh, you know, man. get worse. Yeah. So we, I, yeah. I looked at the weather forecast. There's more rain coming, too. I yes. mean, we've got quite a bit in the next five, six days. Yes, we need it as well. But it, at the same time, it's the same water can be so good, can be so bad for a lot of people. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> Everything in moderation. But in the Midwest, it just doesn't seem to come in moderation with weather, does it? That's correct. All right. Randy Pantano, uh, part of Helitech 800-246-9721. How's that for a free plug? Yes, great. Not, excellent. Not excellent. Heeltechonline.com as well. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we've got to get Randy going. Uh, so we've got lots of things happening uh, and lots of things to talk about. I suspect it's time just to fire up the phone lines and uh, see what's happening here and get going. Let's see what's happening. Hey, Tony, good morning. Welcome to KMOX. How can I help? Yeah, I've got a problem where my garage door comes down. It seems like the water comes in when it rains. Does that mean my garage floor has sunk? Uh, most likely it has. Uh, the garage floor can move. Uh, normally, um, it sits on a, a foundation below it, but sometimes there could be 8, 10, 12 inches of gravel between that that can move out. Uh, and most commonly, when a garage door is crooked, it's not usually door, the door. It's usually the slab down below. How old is your house, Tony? 18 years old. Oh, my. Well, that's what I would consider a new home. How much difference is there from one side to the other? How far off kilter is it? It, it doesn't really look bad when the garage door's down, mm -hmm. but from the outside, when it rains, yeah. it's got like, it forms a puddle from the door to my driveway. I see. So I know it's got some kind of slant. And I'm wondering if Helitech could raise that floor up where it would, you know, force the rain to run back into my driveway. Well, Tony, that's a possibility. Randy, uh, does Helitech perform services like that? Yeah, absolutely, Tony. We'd be, we'd be glad to help you with that. We do what's called polyjacking, that we uh, drill holes uh, in, the, in the cement itself about the size of a dime. We pump in a... Uh, urethane solution, real similar to the spray foam insulation in the can, 
and it expands, fills the voids, and we'll raise it back up again and put a five-year warranty on it as well. But we certainly could do that, do it day in and day out, and run across a lot of that here lately with this uh, crazy weather of the spring swell, <laughs> the wet-dry cycles. We don't, you know, you went from uh, spring to summer or no spring, and now summer. You don't know if you have a fall. It's just This is just the shrinking of swell, the good old Missouri clay. And so we've uh, been just as busy with uh, polyjacking or concrete leveling as we call it, and uh, can certainly raise it up. You can also get a garage door edging, too, as well, uh, to customize that slant, too, uh, with the water issues. But I would certainly uh, consider the polyjacking first. Yeah, I think I'd be more interested in that. Mm -hmm. Just call your company up, and they'll send somebody out to look at it? That is correct. Yes, 1-800-246. Then I'll do that. Mm -hmm. Yes. Mm -hmm. Okay, Tony. Thank you so much. All right. Thank you for asking. Bye now. Bye. All right, home improvement, Randy Pantano. And, and Randy, your company's done this uh, concrete leveling for uh, over three decades, haven't yeah, you? We actually got our start in 1987 with uh, Slab Masters, is what we called it, uh, with the original mud jacking, where it was more of a hard pan clay cement solution, uh, which is why it was called mud jacking. Oh, yeah. And now technology changes, like you don't have carburetors in the car anymore you have fuel injections well the mud jacking is kind of dated and uh, the latest and greatest here is what's called uh, polyjacking or concrete loving and certainly lasts a lot longer and expands more and dries hard mm -hmm. okay well we'll be back for more after this on the camwex home improvement show Helitech waterproofing foundation show Welcome back to the Helitech Foundation Repair Home Improvement Show. Now, once again, here's your host, Scott Mosby on KMOX. Oh, yes, indeed. Back together. This is the Helitech Waterproofing Home Improvement Show, KMOX, University of KMOX. Scott Mosby here at the microphone at the helm driving as we search for solutions for you. Randy Pantano of Helitech. I think a great deal of St. Louis is enjoying the weather today, a good bit at the zoo. Of course, enormous people uh, attending the PGA event out at Belle Reve Country Club. Again, uh, thanks to the Belle Reve uh, membership and bringing this event to St. Louis. Uh, you know, there I've spoken to people that have driven three, four, five, six, eight hours to get here for this event. So uh, it, it's kind of a neat thing. Perhaps that's where you are. Phone lines wide open for you. All these things outdoors in St. Louis bring you front and center to the phone line to ask your question here. You know, that one you thought about a while ago, it's like, oh, man, I could call Scott. He might know. Well, you know, well, here it is, 314-436-7900, toll-free 800-925-1120, 925-1120. We can talk about anything important to you. Uh, Randy, around your home, everybody thinks you and I have homes that are all completely fixed up and, you know, everything's repaired and put away just as it, you know, what uh, projects do you have around your home that, you know, are on the honeydew list that you uh, should get to, or at least in the back of your mind? Yeah, I would, I would say uh, something that really uh, falls through the cracks, so to speak, is gutters. Uh, I've bought a house now, and a lot of people do, where the gutters are already buried underground. Yeah. But don't know where they go, you know. <laughs> or if <laughs> they go. Or if they go. <laughs> yeah. And so, you know, after so many years, you can't trust those anymore, and it's time to uh, 
to redo that. So I'd like to, to get those relayed to daylight to where I know they, they're functioning again instead of just going in the ground. I would think a foundation waterproofer guy like you would mm-hmm. think that's important. That's correct. And that's why I was <laughs> conscious of it. But a lot of people think, well, it's away from the house. It's underground, but it can never go to daylight or the other one gets clogged up. And it's important to, to make sure you know where those go once they go into the ground. Yeah. Now, do you share that with, uh, you know, clients and customers of the Helitech team? Yeah, absolutely. That's foremost important is to get the water at least 10 feet away from the house. Yeah. Rule number mm-hmm. one is the water is coming. Rule number two is get rid of it. Mm-hmm. And That's rule number three is if you can't get rid of it, call Helitech. That's correct. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it ain't rocket science, folks. <laughs> water goes downhill and sometimes downhill is plugged up. Underground downspout drains, I love them. By the way, I advocate the PVC, the smooth white plastic pipes for underground piping. That black corrugated stuff is a very economical way. It's a a good way for some applications in landscaping, but for me, and I would imagine Randy too, slick, smooth, and well sloped means the water's going downhill, away, and out of your basement then. That's correct. All right. Randy's in. Let's get going with the phone lines here and see what's cooking here with Larry. Hey, Larry, Scott Mosby, Randy Pentano, sir. How may we help? Uh, I have a quick comment. Uh, the gentleman that called in about his garage door leaking, I live in a house that, in Florissant that was built in the 50s. Old wooden garage door, uh, similar problem, water. Every time it rained, it'd puddle in the driveway, and then it'd come into the garage. So... You might want to start, and I'm sure you're familiar with this, Scott, that strip that has the adherent uh, glue on the bottom. Put that right behind where the garage door hits the pavement. It's Mm -hmm. worked perfect for me. It's a cheap a cheap fix if you can get by with doing that first. And that you just just got at a hardware store home center there, Larry? Yeah. You know what? A buddy of mine picked it up. The landlord, I rent the house. He got it. I don't know where he got it from. I'm sure you could go online or you could call Ace or any one of the good hardware stores that actually have people in there that'll help you, if you know what I mean. (laughs) Amen, brother. I do. (laughs) All right. (laughs) All right, Larry. Thanks for the help. All right. Bye-bye. Bye now. Yeah, and what Larry's talking about is a self-adhesive gasket. So kind of like the Dutch boy, when the dike was leaking, he stuck his finger in the hole. Um, And what Larry was advocating was there's an adhesive adhering or stick-on thing. Wipe down the inside of the bottom of your door. This doesn't go on the rubber gasket. This goes right on the metal. Uh, Wipe it down. I would suggest you rub it down with a rubbing compound, isopropyl alcohol. It'll wipe the dirt off. It even it, um, you know, evaporates right away, doesn't leave a residue, wipe it down a couple times so it's a nice clean surface, pull that thing off and push it down on the ground and press it up just like Larry was advocating. Good uh, solution. Uh, it won't stop the puddle outside the door. So, you know, it's not going to work like a submarine. That water will wake, make its way back in. So the leveling of the concrete outside can matter. Uh, but in the short term, Larry, you know, suggest that this uh, gasket might work. All right, phone lines, 314-436-7900-800-925-1120. Looks like we have a theme going here. Let's start and talk to Sharon. Hey, Sharon, good morning. How can we help? Hi, Scott. Um, yeah, I've had you work do work over here before, and I've been very happy with it. But I have a split foyer, and on, in the back on the cor- at the corner of the house, my patio is starting to sink a little bit. Mm-hmm. And uh, then I haven't looked at it lately. I had a little minor surgery. But then the other day I noticed in the front of the house on the same 
and on the same corner, I've got grass coming up on my porch. It's like between the, the foundation and the porch. I don't know if I call you or heal attack. I don't know what to do. Well, I would suggest with Randy. Randy, what do you suggest? Yeah, absolutely call Heal Attack. That's, that's right up our alley as far as being raising that up. What's happening is the this crazy weather as we talked about. You're getting a sinking from a drying out, and then the water is washing towards the house and watering that grass and making it grow in between the joints. So if you uh, raise that patio up and deflect it the other way and, and caulk those joints, it should solve your problem. It's usually about a third of the cost of replacement. And it can eliminate uh, future cracking as well, because that's the next step. Once it sinks, then you get more cracks in the patio. Can I have your number? I know you did work for a friend of mine, and she's been very happy with it. Yeah, excellent. Yeah, appreciate the reference there. And our number is 1-800-246-9721. 9721. That's correct. Okay, thank you very much. Yes, thank you for asking. Bye-bye. All right. Sharon, we wish you a uh, speedy recovery. Uh, all is well. Uh, we've going, we're going to keep you updated here a little bit. So uh, we'll take you to the PGA in about a minute and let you know what's cooking and all the uh, eventual things. We're trying to keep traffic flowing through St. Louis. So wherever you're going, whether it's the PGA event out of Bell Reef Country Club, the parking lot down in the Chrysler plant, old location up at Westminster Christian Academy for the, uh, the cabs and the Ubers and the various uh, individual transport. Uh, we'll keep you up to that. Or if you're going to the zoo, Illinois, around, remember Highway 40 eastbound is stopped at Jefferson um, because of uh, road work and such. So Randy and I were uh, navigating our way the best we could, and uh, uh, we made it, didn't we, Randy? We did. We struggled, <laughs> but we made it. <laughs> Just barely. W- what can we say? So uh, as we get through the hour, we'll talk about more and perhaps some of the yard things you're doing. For those of you that are greenskeepers and groundskeepers wannabes, whether it's just at your yard or you'd love to work out at something like going to the country clubs, we'll talk about that and more on the Home Improvement Show. Welcome back to the Helitech Foundation Repair Home Improvement Show. Now, once again, here's your host, Scott Mosby on KMOX. All right, Randy Pantano, Scott Mosby at your service. We are live and lively in Mike Miller's words, helping you the very best way we can. Uh, Randy, let's fire up the phone lines, get Bosco going on the uh, treadmill and see what we can do. What do you think? Excellent. All right, let's go to Bill. Hey, Bill, Scott here. How can we help you, my friend? Well, I have a a plumbing question. Not not a problem because I took care of part of it yesterday. Uh, My sinks weren't, I have a double bowl sink and it wasn't draining very good, so I naturally thought everything was in the P-trap. Well, got down to the P-trap, and it was clean. So I started looking further and found a whole bunch of gunk, is the best way I can you know, tell you what it was, in the pipes going into the drain that actually goes into the basement. So I got most of that out, and it still didn't work so well, so I went up and got me a, a, a snake on a, one of the drill things and got in there and, and broke what I hope was the one and only uh, place that uh, was getting clogged. Well, it's, it's starting to drain a lot better. But my question to you is, uh, now that I've got most of the stuff out of there, is there anything I can put in through the drain system to eat whatever I didn't get and flush it down? Oh, absolutely. Uh, this is uh, where I, I advocate um, for the drain material, not a drain cleaner, not, um, you know, nothing that eats up pipes. 
Um, but this is where the septic tank cleaner uh, comes in. That's what I advocate and love to see that happen. Uh, for the life of me, I can't think of the name. What's the, what's the name of the stuff? Ridex. Right? Yeah, Ridex. Ridex. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> see, you knew the answer. There you well, go. I, I, I didn't know, but that I can put that right down to the regular drain and flush it with some water, and that'll uh, hopefully uh, eat, eat what's left in the pipes and get rid of it. Yeah, well, think of it as fertilizer. It will take a little while that uh, for that um, Ridex, which is a bacteria, to grow and eat. So it'll take three to five months to clean those pipes out a little better, but it'll eat organic waste, which is the grease and the gook and the food that went down that uh, disposer and, and whatnot. So, uh, I think that's what it was, organic waste, to be honest with you. Yeah, because it, it was uh, kind of nasty looking. Oh, yeah. Well, even up in the lavatory sink in the bathroom, you get enough toothpaste and uh, bar soap and paraffin wax in it. Uh, oftentimes, the smell from that drain has nothing to do with the P-trap, but the coating on the inside of the what's called the tailpiece, the pipe dropping out of the sink. So, you know, even underneath your sink, if you changed all those piping, you know, the horizontal piece, the P-trap and all that, you could make your sink smell better, but it, you know, it's just good preventive maintenance every 10 years, uh, just like the Ridex too. Okay, so Ridex is my answer, huh? Yeah, I think so. It's slow, patient, easy go. It's not going to open a drain for you, but it's going to, you know, you'll feed all the bacteria that likes making your pipes clean. Okay, well, I, I got the drain open and it's draining fairly well, but I just wanted to see if I could do something to keep this from happening again. And Ridex sounds like the answer. Yeah, I, I would advise Bill once a month for the next six months, and then probably once every three months for forever. It'll it'll cost you a whopping total of about twelve dollars over five years, I think. Okay, thanks so much. Appreciate it. Okay, Bill. Thanks. Bye. Bye. Little help from my friends. I had the answer. I couldn't remember the product. Bill knew it. Apparently, he's a, a uh, loyal listener here of University of KMWX. So, <laughs> how's that? Got yes. my back. William, thank you, my buddy. You uh, Not only did you have the question, you had the answer and the product. Uh, let's see what's cooking here and uh, see what's going on with Derek. Hey, Derek, Scott, Randy here. How can we help? Hey, how you doing? I think this is a question for your, uh, your other host over there. i got uh, two jobs that I need to have done, and I'm trying to figure out which one needs to happen first. Okay. Okay, i got a you know, little sidewalk that goes from my uh, driveway around to my front door, and it's about four feet away from the house, and it's tipping the wrong way, so I obviously got to get that leveled. And so it drains water away from the house. But also I have a gutter that dumps in between the house and the sidewalk, which I don't know why they did that, but, well, that's we got to get that piped out underneath the walkway. And the way the, uh, the roof is shaped, when we have these really big car bursts, the rain will go right over the gutter and splash in between those areas. So I need to have another drain. So essentially two drains that go under the sidewalk to, to drain it out into the yard. So which has to happen first? Do I want to put those drains in first, or do I want to get it leveled first? I guess I can come up with an argument in my mind to go either way. Well, before that water's already coming over the the gutters at this point and hitting yes. between that concrete. The concrete is func functioning as a dam. It will not let the water out. Means it's going right down to the foundation, whether it's a you know to the patio slab, the driveway, you know, foundation, or all the way down in the basement. So I would let the water out first, personally. Randy, what do you think? Okay. Yes, I would agree with that, and, and that's exactly why you've got the sidewalk problem, is the, the water is contained there, swelling the soil, and then it dries up, shrinks, and, and the soil slopes towards the house, as, or, or excuse me, the sidewalk slopes towards the house as a result of that. So I would do the pipes first. Uh, Tech can actually do both of those for you, extend the gutter, level the sidewalk, even put what's called like a box drain uh, where that gutter splashes over and run that to daylight as well. Perfect. That was my other question. I was going to ask if you would take that, so I guess I'll call you and you can get them both done at the same time. That's correct, there sir. There you go. Mm -hmm. 
Awesome. Thank you very much. Okay. okay. Appreciate you. it. See you. Thanks, Derek. And again, that's that's a good point. I mean, if the water gathers, which it always does, Mother Nature keeps bringing it, you know, it just comes out of the sky. Um, you know, just like sticking your finger in the dike earlier to stop the water, we want to stick, pull the finger out of the dike, let that water drain in those pipes out from underneath those sidewalks. And best yet, then, you know, gather it, collect it, and then make sure it drains away. So that's nice. Helitech can help with all of that? All of that. That's well, sure. My gosh, maybe that's why we, we call this the Helitech Waterproofing Home Improvement Show, huh? That's correct. One-stop shop. What's the phone number, brother? <laughs> 1-800-246-9721 or online at helitechonline.com. Did, yeah, there we go. Uh, one more time for the, a little slower, Randy, for people like me that are, you know, graphically challenged. 1-800-246-9721. Yeah, there we go. Uh, now, as far as yards and lawns, um, you know, we have... You know, Randy, you've been around this uh, industry as long as I have. And, you know, you dig a whole foundation, pour the foundation, backfill it with loose soil. And over the next 5, 10 to 15 years, that soil that was fluffed up and pushed back into the hole, which means backfilled, all they did was push that dirt back into the fill, put the fill back into where it came from. And that soil settles because it compacts. So one of the concepts, uh, you know, in engineering is when you dig up soil, undisturbed soil, uh, 1.0 cubic feet. So one cubic foot of soil, when you dig it up, becomes 1.6 cubic feet of spoils, as they call it. So you fluff it up. It's kind of like putting air into the cream, creating whipped cream. It gets bigger and it, it takes up more room. Well, when you push that fluffy soil back into the hole or the backfill, um, there's still a ton of air in between all of those spoils or soil or whatever it is. So keep that in mind. Uh, and that's why, <laughs> that's what keeps Randy uh, running around town trying to fix things because these homes, it takes, you know, somewhere between 7 and 14 years for that soil to recompact unless it's mechanically compacted. So keep that in mind. Uh, we've got phone lines open, 10 of them here. Randy, wh what you've got on soil, do you ever dig anything up? Yeah, basically in our industry, Scott, what you're describing is what we call clay bowl effect. If you could imagine a house being built, literally there's a big hole being dug. Yeah. And you have that four to five feet overdig that is no longer virgin soil and it's disturbed and not compacted properly. And therefore, you get backfill saturation with water. And you also have those sidewalks and porches and driveways referred from our callers this morning being be sinking and so forth. And so we get another example of this clay bowl effect is we get a... The clay bowl effect. You're a fast yeah. talker here. So yeah. clay bowl yeah. effect. Yeah. Basically, every every house is sitting in a clay bowl that literally fills up with water, which is why it's now cold, or excuse me, code to uh, put a sump pump in, in the houses today because they realize that problem. So I'll get a call, for example, and say, I'm on the top of the hill. How come my basement leaks? <laughs> because, <laughs> because you live in a clay bowl. That, that is correct, yeah, yes. Yeah. And so it has to be drained away through some pump in a basement or through proper positive grades or gutter extensions and, and things we've talked about this morning. Yeah, it's not going to go away on its own. That's correct. Okay. Mm -hmm. Randy Pantano, Scott Mosby, KMOX. Welcome back to the Helitech Foundation Repair Home Improvement Show. Now, once again, here's your host, Scott Mosby on KMOX. All right, Randy and I are so very lonely here, just pining away in the studio, looking at the sun outside, wondering when it's going to rain 
No, not really. But we have phone lines open. 314-436-7900. Toll-free, 800-925-1120. Let's go to the phones and talk with Ruth. Hey, Ruth, Scott and Randy here. How can we help? Hey there. This morning on the previous show, they announced how to get rid of grass and the crack of the sidewalk. And I know one thing was sulfur, but I forgot to write down what the other thing was. Oh, my. I'm not sure what kills grass like that. Randy, any ideas uh, what kind of organic things kill grass, the sulfur? I'm not sure. Ruth, I don't know. I was uh, busy otherwise. Uh, I, I, it, we've got some listeners here. Okay, for helping Ruth, here's the phone number, 436-7900. You people that were listening earlier, I know there's millions of them. Uh, call in let us know. Ruth, we'll get it for you. How's that? Thank you. Okay, uh, Randy, you've got something here? Yeah, I, I would say the best thing, uh, Ruth, is that rather than just keep chasing it, is to literally scrape out the soil that's causing it to grow in the first place and, uh, and caulk the sidewalk. As yeah. well, if it's real deep, you can use some back around in there first. They have some excellent uh, self-leveling caulks that you can get at the hardware store. But if you don't give the grass a place to grow, then you solve the problem forever versus chasing it every year. Oh, that's a good I did one. that already. <laughs> and it's still Thank coming you. up. Okay. All right, Ruth, we'll see if we can come up with it. Okay. Bye now. And, Randy, that's a good thought. If If you just remove the soil and don't give it a place to grow the grass... Caulk it up, of course, but, you know, that means, a um, you know, lasting, that's a good job on a caulk. So, yeah, good idea. Well, you're full of all kinds of goodies here. <laughs> what do you have coming up this afternoon in your world here? What's What's got you yeah, going? And catch up on some paperwork. I know that. A lot of yeah. office time from uh, bidding uh, many jobs during the week. Yeah. This is a chance to catch up on that as well. Slow down and sharpen the saw a little bit. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. correct. Yeah. Well, we've got phone lines, 314-436-7900, toll-free, 800-925-1120. Staying with the water theme, uh, kind of a walkabout, I I would like each of you sometime in the next couple of weeks to check your home out from the water point of view. The water falls on the roof. The roof gathers it into the gutters. The gutters carry it to the downspouts. The downspouts, in a one-inch rain on a 1,000-square-foot house, that each downspout pumps out about 100 gallons of water. So you're going to have a fire hose going off at every corner. So like Randy was talking about at his house, the underground downspout drains, the pipes and all that, all that stuff has to be clear to carry the water away. Even then, the clay bowl effect that Randy's talking about, that water sits in the bowl. You know, what What do you do with water at your house, Randy? Yeah, yeah and something else I had thought of, uh, Scott, as well, is you know how Missouri is with mulch. We just, we just oh, love man. it here. And uh, so many times the, the landscape grade is much too high on a house. Yeah. Uh, you want to have some foundation exposed. And uh, I see like a brick home and you see absolutely no foundation. Uh, you've got two or three inches of brick covered in mulch and landscape. So it's, it's just as important to make sure the grade is lowered on oh, your yeah. house as well as positive draining away. And a lot of houses with window wells, for example, as well. It's another big issue where any of your other clogged window wells uh, you know, it's important to dig those out, make sure there's gravel, there can be drains put in them. But again, if they're maintained, uh, it should not be a problem. But those are some issues we're seeing here lately with the water around the house. Yeah, and if you've got water, the water comes in, gets the wood wet. Termites and the ants love warm, moist wood. And the and the termites, if you're going to put mulch or soil or whatever, like Randy's saying, landscaping, they can move through that crack between the brick and the foundation, between the siding and the sole plate or sill plate, however you want to think of that, and right into the structure of your house. 
without ever being detected. So that's a big deal. The building code advocates for six to eight inches of exposed concrete vertical face walls. So you don't have to be a rocket science or an engineer to understand that, you know, you really have to, you know, leave that open so that the termites can't break in, if you will. Yes. Thanks, Randy. Good good point there. Let's see what's cooking here with uh, Bob. Hey, Bob, good morning. Randy and Scott, how can we help? Hey, good morning. Um, quick question. A couple or 10 years ago, I built a building for my office, or I didn't build it. I had my friends build it to do what they were doing with insulated concrete forms. I had a 6,000 square foot building, and basically it's got concrete walls instead of your typical you know, wood or steel uh, framing. Mm-hmm. And it's been incredibly energy efficient. Uh, it's quiet. It's everything I hoped it would be. And I'm wondering, I just haven't, you know, I know up north they do it a little bit more. I haven't seen a lot of it done around here. I know I paid a little extra at the time. This was 10 years ago. Is it because of the cost or is it? Is there a reason that you don't see more buildings built that way? Uh, Bob, it, it's more the peripheral costs uh, because uh, around here with the critters that when you have the ICF, it, uh, that's I C and F insulated concrete formed like a big concrete block. Uh, only the concrete actually gets poured in to a foam form or block, you know, like a cake pan, if you will, steel goes in. The issue is that the critters, the the termites and bugs can tunnel through that foam after the concrete is poured and get in that way. So there's flashing down below the grade, there's flashing up above the grade. Uh, And by the time you do those, there are simple things to do. But uh, we studied IC. I thought they were the greatest thing since sliced bread, and they are when you control the critters, the vermin, and stuff coming in. But it was the foam that was the weak link in all that. Gotcha. Well, I appreciate it. I just, uh, it's, I, I knock on wood, haven't had any problems, and it's been incredibly energy efficient. And, and, uh, and it's just, you know, those are, by the time you're done putting the brick and the drywall, I mean, those are 16, 17-inch walls, and it's just... Uh, yeah, man. It's a very solid building. So and well insulated, absolutely. Uh, and I, the only reason they got is just the labor intensity of those peripheral things. Uh, it's they're easy to stack up. You can put a ton of steel in it. You can engineer the whole thing, uh, and they are just very insul, you know, insulated. It just matters. So I, yeah, it it's worth it. It's an investment, you know. And in Tornadoville, it's not a bad way to live either. Oh, yeah. It's, just, uh, it's where everybody wants to come in town when the wind starts blowing. So. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So you're the you're the pig with the brick lot with the brick house and all the, the wood uh, pigs and the uh, uh, no house pigs come to your um, well uh, formed structure. huh? Well, we even put hurricane clips on the on the on the uh, on the, the, the roof. So just for fun, huh? it didn't take much longer. But I figured if I was going to have such a solid building. I might as well keep the roof attached. So. Amen, brother. Well, that's a good custom uh, effect right there. All right. Well, thank you. I appreciate it. All right, Bob. Take care. Bye now. Bye-bye. And that's what Bob is describing, ICF, um, uh, very common. There are quite a few more uh, projects around. Uh, so many houses drive down the street, and they're insulated concrete forms. They stack up like big Lego blocks. If you can think of um, very lightweight foam-shaped cake pans that are, you know, two feet long by a foot or foot and a half tall. They come in all kinds of different shapes. Usually they have a plastic spreader between the in and the outside. And really you just stack them up like Lego uh, blocks. And you have to hold this stuff down because in a windstorm it becomes a bit of an issue. So you've got to hold them down until you pour the steel and the concrete into them. After that, in my dad's words, 
it's built for stout. So uh, we'll talk about that and some other progressive uh, construction methods throughout the year as we go through here on the Camwex Helitech Waterproofing Home Improvement Show. Uh, and we're going to keep uh, keep you updated on the PGA. So stay tuned to Camwex. We'll keep your traffic flowing. We will keep your day happy. News, weather, and sports on Camwex. Randy Pantano keeping your foundation dry, structurally sound, right here on Camwex.